Hey everybody, it's Brian and welcome to episode 24 of Beyond the Rider with special guest YouTuber Biker Babe Beth. Just a reminder that this interview series is also available on my YouTube channel, Bri the Biker, as well as my motorcycle adventures and motorcycle product reviews. So without further ado, let's get into episode 24. So Beth, how are you? Thank you so much for taking time out to come on. Of course, I'm great. How are you? Good. I'm a little jealous of that setup, but we'll get I'll get over that. <laughs> it's only because I have access to really fancy audio engineer stuff. I uh, chose the right man to decide to marry pretty much. There you go. It's all in the right decision. It's <laughs> yes, all in the perks. Exactly. Yes, all in the perks. It's done, Helps no, me do you... get set up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. So for those followers that don't know you, could you give us a, give us a little bit of the pitch? Tell us about yourself. Oh, well, um, hi, my name is Biker Babe Beth. I've been on um, YouTube and Instagram for a little over a year now, I feel okay. like. Just hit the year mark. And I don't know, I've been having a lot of fun making videos on YouTube, just having a good time taking people to bike nights. Recently, I went to um, Grits and Glory, which was in West Virginia. And then Solid. before that, went to Babe's Ride Out. Babes right out. I rode with a few chicks and then grits and glory. I went by myself Then nice. happened to run into a friend on the way. So it worked out very well, but yeah, just motorcycle stuff. I ride a Harley Davidson sportster. It's a 883 XL. Cause I'm extra short. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like five, one on a good day. So yeah. And it's all white pearlescent white. It needs the fender repainted. Cause I messed it up on my camping trip. So yep. That's and a sign also, of a well-loved bike. Oh, yeah. You know, when you have some paint marks and their stories behind it, what's that scratch from or what's that nick from? Well, you know, that one time when I was installing my windshield. <laughs> so, yes, uh, it's a well-loved Harley. And then I have another non-loved Harley, which is a it's a classic. It's an iron. <sighs> what year is it? It's a 74 and it's an X. LCH, so it's only kickstart, no, no electric start. On oh that wow, yes. so you're real old school. I like it. Yes, uh huh, yeah. Um, it, the fellow who I got it from had a knee brace on it when I got it from him, and I said, "What's the knee brace from?" And he pointed at the bike. So I just got to be careful. <laughs> it has bucked me over the handlebars, and I held on to the handlebars to not get thrown off. But oh, that's yes, yeah, okay. Yeah, those are my two babies, two sportsters, of course, but they're, That's you know, awesome. yeah. So what got you into riding? <laughs> um, Adrenaline, mostly. Okay. Uh, my fiance wanted to get a bike when we were in school and in college, and I was like, okay, cool. Uh, we both threw in some money for an old, it's a Yamaha. It was an SR250. I think I did a little video on it because it's my baby, but I, I traded it to my brother, but that bike got us riding in college a little bit uh, in Athens, Ohio. And then after that, practicing in parking lots, uh, I got my Sportster shortly. Nice. After. <laughs> yeah. So Very yeah, nice. he pushed me to be not the girl on the back, which, you know, I was perfectly content riding on the back of a motorcycle. No shame in that game because it's still mm -mm. enjoying the road and getting out there. But he was like, I really want to see you on a bike like that's. I just, I can see it. And he, he, you know, he's my, my main motivator to That's awesome. do cool stuff. Yeah. 
Uh, I guess he rides as well then. Does he have his yes. own bike? He does. He has a Honda Shadow. Nice. It's a 750. Oh, that's so. right. You stole it mm -hmm. recently. I, yeah, I have, the, I have the bigger motorcycle of the two of us. Not for long, I'm sure, but I always like to, you know, just rub that in a little. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help myself. Uh, it's just a little bigger. It's a little bit. Much. Yeah. It's all comes down to with bikes, right? It's all about specs. But, it, yeah, but it's really. bigger. It's, it's, it's just, it's more it's just have a little bit more CCs. It's pathetic. We're all pathetic when it really comes down to it. That's really funny. So what got you into YouTube and Instagram? Oh, my goodness. The pandemic, I think, honestly. <laughs> um, what really happened was my fiance, Jeffrey, he got fired. Didn't have much going on. And I started working from home. And it was something that I kind of thought about Um her two wheels, Jess, is local to my area. Saw what she was doing, thought it was really cool and really fun. I was like, you know, I like her vibes. I like all of that. Let's just give it a good old fashioned try. And we've hung out quite a few times since. And yeah, same That's thing. Awesome. She's an awesome person. And she is. She definitely was my biggest like motivator. I told her that at one point. She's like, stop. Like, but honestly, I wouldn't have been. Uh, confident enough to get out there and try it if Jess wasn't out there and doing well in the community. And yeah. I think that that's great because that's the one thing that this community needs more of is role models. There's no, yes. I yes. think it's really funny when people are like, oh, you ask them a question. They're like, oh, I can't tell you that. It's like, because I, I have the same mic or my first generation mic that I was using was the one that she uses in her helmet. And then I found yeah. one that I mm -hmm. liked a little bit better. But I remember reaching out to her and being like, hey, what do you use? And she shot yeah. me a message back. I was like, how cool is this? Because I had no yes. idea what I was doing. I was just, uh -huh. like you said, I think the pandemic has created more creators. Yes, because everybody really got has. bored and it was like, so what do I do? Like, how can I do this? You know? I have all this extra time now. Yeah. Exactly. And now yeah, life went back to normal. And I'm like, no, no, I need more creative time. <laughs> Seriously. It, it's been such a good outlet and a good uh, pastime rather than just, you know, sitting around on my but during the pandemic, which, you know, me and my fiance could have, but he decided to be patient with the love of his life and teach her how to edit and do all of this stuff that he learned in college and pass along that knowledge to me. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been half as decent as I've gotten to at this point without, you know, the I think I had the jump start with his, you know, his sure. knowledge from all of the you know recording that he had to do throughout college. So. What do you edit with? Uh, Final Cut Pro. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yes, it's not too bad. I just got a new Mac, so I'm I'm, I'm in a good mood about it. It's been nice to oh, me what, recently. All right, I got to ask, what'd you get? <laughs> I got a Mac Mini, actually. So I'm editing on my Very nice. big screen TV, just sitting in my living room, and I'm editing off of, you know, a fast external, and it's just, ugh, it's, it's, it's snappy, and it's comfortable, and... It's so much better. I was editing on an old MacBook. Mm -hmm. Yeah, from like the early 2000s. And it was working. It was running great. But Final Cut was just not wanting to be updated and new and improved on that older Mac. But this MacBook oh, Mini, stinks. this Mac Mini is just so, it's just so fancy. It sits right next to my TV. And I have like a little laptop pad thing with my mouse and everything. And it's just oh, nice that's... to chill in the living room and edit. Oh, absolutely. Especially yeah. on a big screen. Yeah. I had back in the day, I had a Mac mini when, when you couldn't, when you couldn't stream music, okay. um, 
Well, I guess you could, but it wasn't yeah. as big. iTunes was more of a big thing. And yeah. I had a Mac mini set up just so I could play music. And I had the Apple remote to the iPad. It was yes. great. Nice. You know, it, it was, it's the Apple stuff's just, that's what I use. It's and seamless. It's, it's seamless and it's, it's just a rabbit hole. Once you go, you can't go back because it's just so easy. Yep. I've gotten too many Apple products recently. It's kind of bad. And the biggest reason I got the Mac mini was due to like a promotion that apple was running where you could get some um ipod pros oh, okay that's how they get you they suck you yep yep airpod <laughs> pros i said ipad pros sound like an old lady <laughs> airpod <Pro. laughs> oh, shoot i literally when it comes to technology i sound like an old woman all the time i feel so bad for my fiance because he's trying to like come on keep up beth you got to keep up with the technology i'm like but wait what how do i work this gopro 9 like i don't it's very fancy. Too yeah, much. I, I, I have two nines and, and I hadn't, I got my nine at the end of last year. Yeah. And it was so kind of riding season. We got a lot of snow this year, so I didn't really ride in the winter. And then um, I was using my, my Canon for so long and I went back to the GoPro. I'm like, how the hell does this thing work? I know. Like, this isn't a real camera. <laughs> like, what does it do? Like, I know. I am using it for my webcam right now and it was definitely a little difficult at first but i get we got to work in it's working hopefully yeah. it stays working we'll see i'm a little suspect but i don't know well worst case you just go off abruptly and i'll be like go yeah. ah, go with <laughs> clicking to my webcam as frantically as i can <laughs> sounds like something in my fashion i would manage to i i think that that's the um that's the blessing and the curse right because it's great to be a creative but then there's so much to learn so much learning curve. I know when people are like, I want to start YouTube. I'm like, okay, you got this dog. Like, but there's just so many things to start that it is just such a big leap. There's so mm -hmm. many aspects that you really have to think about. You have to give a lot of thought to it's uh, there's just so many design aspects. Well, what did you, that, that's actually a good question. So what did what did you find the biggest challenge when you started? Was it the equipment? Was it more? Because, I mean, you had a positive role model, which I think is fantastic. Yeah. Yes. But was it just <sighs> was it just sort of trying to figure out what works? Uh, yeah. Um, and making a, a video that actually flows decently, that keeps people's attention. Um, I feel like we all, as, as like creatures these days, have kind of like short attention spans. So keeping a video that isn't boring or, you know, I've been called very chatty and I know that that is a fact about me as a person, but I don't want my videos to just be me talking the whole time. I want you to be going someplace with me and experiencing mm -hmm. something. I want, I want most things to be interesting, but it's difficult to always create content that is such. Sometimes you'll have videos that are a little bit less interesting and less entertaining than you know flying to florida or what have you so sure. yeah definitely creating a story is the hardest part and keeping people's interest <clears throat> but you would you would encourage people to do it just sort of jump <sighs> off the deep end yes the honestly the biggest thing that held me back for the longest time was finding a name for myself honestly which was silly but simplicity always does best i knew i wanted something with being a biker and being a chick or a, you know, a woman somehow add that in there. And with my name, I had a, a friend from high school reach out. Cause I reached out to just like everybody abroad 
on Facebook and friends and was like, if you guys have a possible name for me to do a motorcycle channel with, throw it out there. And one of my friends from high school, she was like, biker babe, Beth, try and, you know, try that. And I, that's perfect. So I stole it. Hopefully she doesn't come after me for some copyrights or anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get huge, the lawyers yeah, come no. in, it's it. No, she's a good friend of mine. So she definitely was super supportive that I chose that name. She's like, yes, you chose my name that I gave you. I'm like, woo. That's so, awesome. Yeah, definitely. Choosing a name was really hard. And then getting like the logo and design aspects, it's mm-hmm. It's hard to think of things and usually getting help and reaching out to people is nice, but some people don't have the funds to do that starting out, you know, reaching out to a graphic designer or what have you. So, Oh, sure. Especially when you don't know how deep you want to go into it. Cause that's what exactly I think. Now, did you start with, so your startup was just a simple GoPro. That's, that's the route you went. Yeah. Um, I've only just recently the GoPro seven was the only thing that I was using forward facing Mm -hmm. on my helmet. Nothing else, audio in. Um, and then I would switch to my cell phone on a gimbal if I was at events or doing certain things. Recently, when I went to Grits and Glory, I rode through some decent rain. And I think the port that the audio plugs into being open, now it's hit or miss if it works. So yeah. I just recently got the GoPro 9 to replace the 7 because I'm like, I'm not going without being able to record need sure. to be able to make videos. So yeah, the 7 is what I've been using the whole time. And it's been great. No problems until, you know, I just messed up the audio port. <laughs> well, I mean, it's going to happen, right? It's not. Yep. And that's I'm the thing human. I think a lot of people don't understand, too. It's like you you buy a piece of equipment, but it's a piece of technology and it's not going to last forever. It's just no, and it's it, always going to get ruined when you need it. Of and, course. So it wasn't due to water damage. It was just due to the port coming loose in, in the housing which I thought it was water damage because I rode through a heavy, heavy, heavy storms with Jess on the way to um, Grits and Glory. But mm-hmm. no, the port is just loose. And I went to see if I was within the one-year warranty. And because obviously I've been doing moto vlogging for just over a year, oh. I, was out of the, <laughs> I was out of the year warranty to get that. Oh, that so sucks. It will turn into a video-only GoPro for my handlebars. It'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to use the audio port on it because it's, you know, hit or miss. Sometimes it'll record because I have so many videos where it's like there's no audio because that port has been recording hit or miss on all of these videos that I've been traveling on. So a lot of them are going to be a lot of um, montage clips with music of me traveling. (laughs) It happens. I mean, like you you were saying, sometimes you can't. I don't know, talking to yourself gets old too. Yep. Yeah, you got to mix it up. And sometimes those cinematic writing scenes are nice in giving like a different style to the video. But well, speaking of cinematic, you went to Babes Right Out. Yeah. And, and that's so what was that experience like for you? Because I mean, um, there were some big name people there. There were some huge people there. Yeah. It was, it was absolutely amazing. Though I like, I can't put it into words, honestly. So I rode out with a couple girls locally who I had become close friends with. I saw that you guys had yes. way too much fun. So Nicole, her name is Road Warrior Moto on Instagram and YouTube, and then Gina, 
one down Jean up on YouTube and Instagram. Those two ladies were just so much freaking fun. We split it up between two days riding out there, stayed at a hotel the first night, got pizza, hung out, you know, had a girl's night. And then the next night when we got there, set up camp and just partied our butts off. I mean, we, we sung karaoke really badly i did not put any of that on youtube for my own oh it's got to be out there somewhere we can (laughs) find definitely i have girlfriends who are like i record you singing and i'm like no don't you dare put that on the internet like like begging them pleading like i sang so many songs so badly that i'm they exist but also there's other girls who sang but songs really badly too so they're like it's like a mutual like okay yeah. you don't show my bad it's girls video night. let's just yeah video. what happens yeah. on the road understood oh my goodness and we just had so much fun the first night and then we rode probably four to five hours on saturday after riding so long to get there we rode that long when we were there just because you can't hang out you have to check out those roads the Mm -hmm. hawk's nest was breathtaking i thought i was gonna cry when we started riding through it i'm like this is it this is really happening because i've seen that road in so many pictures and just been like daydreaming in my head oh how lovely on my harley with that road that that is a that is a fantastic road the only disappointment i thought is it's so short they make it look like in the tv ads and stuff it looks so So big Oh, By the time you go through, you're like, that was that was it. <laughs> I know. It's like a, a really short roller coaster ride and you want to get back in line, honestly, and go yeah. right back on it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the so video. Did, did you see the video of Queen Sit where she's like freaking out the Screaming. whole time? Screaming. So funny. She's dying. my favorite. Oh my gosh. I was so happy to get to meet her and hang out with her. And she recorded us singing karaoke too. So I know she has some bad karaoke videos Uh-oh. in existence I'll as well. I'll get her yeah, on. So. Maybe I could talk her into Yeah, this. You, might, you might be able to talk her into <laughs> releasing some exclusive footage of me and Jess and um, our friend we Nicole can't singing do that. No, bad no. karaoke. So bad. No, no, oh no. my goodness. Such a good time. Queen Sit is such an amazing person. I just, she cracks me up and she's so down to earth too um she was chilling in my camp chair and i like snuck up behind her I was like, what are you doing in my camp chair she's like oh shit i'm sorry i'll get out of your camp chair i was like i'm just kidding i'm kidding you're okay she's like oh, oh that's so i didn't know that was you beth like she was so <laughs> it was late at night she she snuck into my campsite when i wasn't looking oh that's really funny yes. so how long was the ride out there for you guys oh my goodness in total so eight- to get to babe's ride out was how long Eight hours. Eight hours. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. And me and Gina did the whole trip back Sunday. So. Okay. How many miles about, was that? It was a little over, I think it was like 550 or so. Yeah. That's a good day. That's that a good fun. day riding. And that's a good, good balance too, because you're not killing yourself, but it's that's yeah. a lot. It was just the right amount. I think that if I ever was to do more than that, it wouldn't <laughs> be very like safe, like mentally. Physically, I think I, I can... Physically, I can push my body really, really far. That's not a problem. But I think like mentally, just to be like really sound and and of good and clean mind to ride, I think pushing over eight hours a day is pretty crazy. But people do it. And, you know, we've seen it. Whit Mesa was amazing. She's my hero. So... I don't think she's human. I'm just going to go on record. She's a machine. And... 
I think that she should be in the record books for that reason. She's she's such a badass. She was the one person that I was like at Babes when I met her. I was kind of like, oh my god, it's wit. Hi, wit. We just like sat at a you know at a, at a picnic table and talked, and she's just so sweet. We also grabbed lunch together. Me, her, and Moto Blonde, and Gina and Nicole. We all grabbed lunch at this vegan place, and just such sweet, down to earth real women who ride and who can talk motorcycle stuff realistically. Like when we were talking about the low rider S cause at that point she had ridden hers there and I was mm. test riding a demo and we're both short as shit. So we're talking about all of the mods that you have to do to get that bike prim and proper for a short lady to be comfortable on. And I'm like, it's so much extra money. Cause stock I was roughing it, but you know, as a demo bike, I had fun. <laughs> Either way. Yeah, that's what Motoblonde yeah. has, and I know she's yep. done a lot to it. She has, and she's she was joking with me. She's still got to do more. You know, it's like a never ending battle to be tall enough for such a big, <laughs> awesome bike. But that's I, my I, dream bike, so I mean, I get it. It's worth and I it. I think that that's the the tough part, right? That's the beauty of owning a Harley, because that's that. So this is my first Harley that we had. We've had it two years, and. I always liked the idea that you can do anything to it, but then you go into the dealership and you're like, maybe this wasn't the best idea that Why I can do I anything do to it. I know. <laughs> Why did I put those LED lights in my Speedo? <laughs> it's like, I don't know why we have three seats, hun, but we do. Mm, yeah, why? it's like, that sissy bar is not normal, but you know, I did, didn't screw it into the wrong Well, yeah, place. I don't, I can't, <laughs> my wife's been flagged for watching Queen Sit videos because that's all she wants now is the Queen Sit sissy bar she's like when we get a road glide that's what you're getting and i'm like oh so okay cool. i know she's she's such a badass honestly but she was just like so much sweeter and more down to earth than i expected because when we first hung out and we, we were already like very first night dancing and, and singing together so super super fun uh, that's awesome yeah. well you mentioned about harley and and i mean you, you're certainly of a, a younger you're a younger writer than i am but as a female rider being younger, mm -hmm. what do you think that Harley needs to do? Oh, my goodness. Oh, let me just try and boss Harley Davidson around. Oh, wow. no, 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 I don't mean boss him around. But, <laughs> I'm kidding. But I'm curious to see because I, I would think that and I thought it was really great that they had the demo rides and stuff. Yes. But there seems to be this. Um, I mean, women are the are the future of riding. There's no doubt about it. that's the untapped market, and and the younger generation of getting younger riders involved. Do you feel as a woman rider that they're addressing that properly, or do you feel that they are missing some things? Um, I feel like it's close to target. Okay, there, I I feel like that they're on they're on track to try and and try and pull in the younger female demographic and generation. They're trying to be more you know progressive with i think ads and and using younger people and and such but it's just always just quite you know that it's it's geared towards a larger older group of men always sure absolutely Most, yes so it's not that you can that you can just definitive be definitively be like every time you see any advertisements from Harley Davidson that okay that's obviously geared towards you know an older group or demographic but a lot of times there isn't there isn't enough play on the fact that there is there is younger people interested 
but mm -hmm. I can't say for certain that they're missing any targets for me personally, because I have been buying Harley crap for a while now. So okay. they're hitting the target with me paying attention. But the funny thing is, is my fiance, who's the exact same age as me and um, interested in a lot of the same things. He has the complete and total opposite view of Harley Davidson than I do. Okay. Um, I would say almost he's I would go far enough. He'd say he's a Harley hater. Me and him go back and forth about Harley Davidson a lot. So I feel like I'm always defending Harley with him. Like, they're not that bad. They're not so bad. My Harley is only leaking a little oil. It's not so bad. You know, stuff like that, you know. But honestly, it, it, he always says that they're not advertising to him, in his opinion. And mm -hmm. he is a younger, I mean, he's not quite 30 yet, something male. He's, and he's the demographic that I think that they should be targeting and females, of course, too. But th he has, he sees the new new sports turn. He's like, Ugh. so, you know, uh, and I've heard a lot of the same opinions from the younger group of people, but we haven't written them. We've only seen them. So I'm yeah, not quite sure what to think about the new Harley, to be honest. So the new sports turn. That was kind of kind of my feeling with the Harley. I love I have an ultra limited and I wanted it for for touring. Yeah, but perfect to your bike. point. You go into a dealership and I'm like, I'm the youngest one here. <laughs> and I'm like, this it's is always yeah, it's weird. always a lot of older folks. Yes. We always crack up. Me and my buddy Mike went to they had a, a barbecue or something at our dealership. So we figured we'd stop, grab some lunch. We were out riding and I'm like. We're looking around and I'm like, wow, this is, mm -hmm, we got to yep. change this because this is just, it would be like going to a, to uh, we were talking about Apple products, but name any of your favorite products and like it's one side or the other, like it's not sustainable at that point, you know? Uh -huh. it, yes, it's definitely, they're going to have a, uh, a fall off of, mm -hmm. uh, of consumers. That's uh, after a certain point, it's going to be like very difficult. I know that, um, and Indian is battling for the same demographic. So mm -hmm. it's definitely difficult. And they're making very, very similar spec bikes that look great. So it's making the younger people who are choosing bikes having a difficult time picking Harley or Indian or maybe a Yamaha or, or Honda in there. But it seems like it's Harley or Indian for a lot of young people starting out riding. Triumphs in there too, I guess. Sure, yeah, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it's like there, but with us, there's to find a non Harley dealership around here is hard. I'm not saying it's yeah. like impossible, but no, but it's less. I have one Indian dealership that's I guess about eight miles away. The next is an hour and a half away, hour away. Wow. So yeah. they're not. You know, you're kind of tripping over Harley dealerships. Oh yeah. I rode out to Louisville and, you know, I must have passed like four or five. I'm like, well, you know, if you're traveling, that's kind of comforting. But, you know, everything has its pluses and minuses. Exactly. I definitely love the fact that there's a lot of um, of my people when there's bike nights around. There's my my people. There's more Harley bike nights than there are European bike nights or you sure. know what have you. So or vintage bike nights, but those are my favorite. I love vintage bike nights. So, okay. Yeah. I can't wait to ride my vintage Harley there, but there's so much more carburetor work I need to do that I've been <laughs> neglecting. That, See, you know? nobody has time for that. Oh, literally. Oh, my iron head has just became like a prop in the corner of my garage at this point, but I still love her nonetheless. She will 
still get love at some point, y'all. You, you, you get her out there. Yeah, I promise. Everybody's giving me shit. Like, what happened to that thing? The thing is still there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe that could be a maybe that could be a rebuild series. Oh yeah, I've started the series. I just you know need to continue it. It's kind of a winter thing because during the summer I'm just having too much fun. Work a forty-hour a week job. Like if I'm not out riding, garage time is like the last thing in my on my to-do list. <laughs> yeah, I, I know there's a lot of people that enjoy that, but I'm like that and cleaning my bike enough time for it. There's just no, my no bike is so dirty. Honestly, yes, I haven't cleaned it since I rode to babes and grits and glory but grits and glory cleaned it from babes because i rode through so many thunderstorms so it was fine yeah (laughs) that's why it rains right it gets washed it's washed when it rains precisely yes that's the whole point right through the rain a little bit why i don't want any more chrome i'm like i'm done polishing this oh i know i would like uh, my my buddy got a blacked out harley recently (laughs) you know where like the Everything just has that nice matte black and nothing is chrome. And it was an, it's a nightster and it's very nice. nice. I was like, I'm kind of jealous of this bike. I'll have a video about it soon where it's like, oh, yeah. I'm helping my friend buy a motorcycle. So it was, <laughs> it was a fun, it was a fun video. Of course, my GoPro wasn't working, so I couldn't record me test riding it because he was like, I want to bring somebody along to test ride. And I was like, me, ooh, me, let me, let me test ride the nightster. I'll do it for you. Don't, don't fear. I'll make sure it works right. And it, it ran perfectly. That's the best when you get to ride somebody else's motorcycle oh, and spend I their know. money. Yes. He like, was like, sure, I just, I'll try that. No I only have my temps. I'm a little nervous. I don't want to mess it up in front of the guy I'm buying it from. I was like, I will take the bike out for you. No problem at all. Uh, when I was test riding, I was like, oh, crap. I need to go back. I need to turn around. <laughs> this isn't mine. I'm not just out on some joyride. Like, it was a nice night, sir. And so, you know, add another one to the list that I want. So, My buddy bought a uh, 1200 Sportster. And same thing. He didn't have his license yet. So he's like, oh, I got a question. Do you mind coming and picking it up? I'm like, no. I'll be right there. Of course there. not. Yes. Why would I <laughs> say no? He's got a full tank of gas, right? Just asking. <laughs> exactly. How long of a ride do you want me to take on it? <laughs> Can we go around the block a few more times? Yes. I'll bring it home before it's dark, maybe. Uh-huh, exactly. As long as you have the title, that's all that matters. Yeah, exactly. So what got you into the, um, so you've done Babes Ride Out, that was camping. And you did the other ride, which was camping. So is that, did Jess get you into that or was that something you were into before? um, Camping was a before thing. Um, Okay. But in the before, before I was a motorcycle babe, I actually was like a really avid hiking, backpacking weirdo. So those backpacks that I strapped to my bike, or actually like camping backpacks where I would like go in and hike like 10 miles or so and okay. sleep overnight and pack in everything that I need and then do that again the next day. Usually an over weekend backpacking trip is what I'd like to do. I haven't went backpacking in years. I'd love to do a video like where I ride my bike and go backpacking, but it's a little more rugged than just regular moto camping as I've done in videos. So, but no, I've always loved, I'm, always kind of been like an outdoor rugged type girl caving has been one of my favorite things to ever do nice. some people call it spelunking which spelunking, I, can't, yeah. I can't even no <laughs> it's just caving is fine spelunking cracks me up it's uh it's an adventure though i've been to virginia with some like college classes and into caves that you can only go into if you have um university 
you know, access. And it was amazing. Absolutely stunning stuff. I've never experienced before in caves that it was very, um, eye-opening similar to skydiving like okay. holy crap what am i doing this is insane <laughs> so yeah i've always been kind of a weirdo with the outdoor stuff my um my degree from ohio university is actually wildlife biology so oh, outdoor really recreation cool. was kind okay. of like the the side classes that i'd always take so i would take like survival courses and stuff like that so i've had to build shelters out of the wilderness and sleep in it over the weekend and got hundreds of spider bites and such, but yeah. so maybe that could be your next video. You just go out with your bike and nothing. You could be like bears survival. and just do a survival. Oh, I absolutely, those are my favorite YouTube videos. Honestly, <laughs> there is some, there's some fellas that that is all they do for a living is YouTube videos where they go out into the Alaskan wilderness for a week and they only brought their fishing pole and that's it. I love that those videos, but no, no, like I mean, I can survive, but I love me some steak. There you go. <laughs> yeah. you just take Pack gun me with in you. some steak. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Only if only go on oh, elk hunting. Funny. There you go. Oh, that was caribous. Something crazy. No, I'm. And then you I'm can put the big uh, horns on the front of your sportster when you come home. I'm not gonna lie. I saw a guy recently who was riding around my city with um, the horns uh, from like a bull, bull horns okay. on the front of his road glide, like giant bull horns. And he also had like a bull horn horn for his bull horns on the front of it. It was just too much. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you know, when you just go all out on your, on your bagger, he was, he was, he went all out. That's <laughs> bull horns on the front they were they were legit too massive but you you know you wouldn't you wouldn't get it lost at bike night which you know, no, you no. see but yeah there's that point when you've gone just a little too far <laughs> those bikes are always fun to look at but i would never like be the person to get on them and leave you know there was a i don't know if it was instagram this morning or if it was youtube but somebody had a freddy krueger bike Oh, and it was all Nightmare gracious. on Elm Street. And like there wasn't a bare spot on the bike that wasn't yeah, painted. All like and I'm real like, nice airbrushing. You just kind of went all in on that. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> dive right in. Like, oh, man. I'm, I'm sure there's a Jason one. Jason Voorhees one somewhere, too. Yeah. yeah to you got to be committed a... for a theme that big. <laughs> I uh, well, I was looking at bikes. They had a, a guy had the uh, the front of a fairing of an ultra that had uh, the Tasmanian devil on it. I was like, that's See, really cool. Looney but then I'm like, themed. Yes. But then I'm like, yeah, but you know, in a couple years, do you go? Well, I shouldn't have done that. I know. <laughs> what was I thinking? Space Jam is not cool anymore. Yeah. Gosh darn it. But yeah, it there is, was going to be a Space cool Jam right too. Now. Yes, it is back. It's hip. Although I guess if it's your fairing, it wouldn't be that bad because you could just take, you could replace yes. it. I it's think, not like the whole, know, bike, the whole bike. I think bike I might do something do. with my fenders since I fudged up the back fender. My brother's a painter. I like color. Go. I think I might like keep the tank the same, pearlescent white, but I may do something to the to the front and back fender. I don't know. Very cool. Why not? Let's do something fun. If it if it has a big paint chunk missing and I'm going to repaint it anyway, let's paint it some pretty color. We'll see. I, I was on this kick of, of liking having a two-tone bike and now I'm like, you know, my next bike, I want it to be a single color because part of me, it's like you said, I want to paint it. I want to do something a little different. Not crazy, no. but just a little bit of accent here and there. 
hard not to do some fun accents on your bike and make it your own so it does stick out at a bike night a little just a little bit not too much not like a sore thumb or anything yeah and then but the funny part is you get a you do that and then you have somebody that doesn't know the first thing about bikes I'm like but that looks just like that bike i'm like no but look my derby cover is different i know no one else sees it but i do i put these fan scripts on just yesterday and they look really nice yeah <laughs> how could you not notice them oh how dare you oh man it's, it's such a um it's such a just a rabbit hole you once you start you can't stop oh i know there's like a very 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 big list of items that i would love to uh acquire for my 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 white sportster that i ride regularly and i know so what we what are you thinking come on let's, let's dish a little bit what are you the, what are you gonna the, do the top of the list of course is some pipes and mm -hmm. i just don't want to get a freaking stage upgrade i don't i'm just like I'm a cheapo. I don't want to pay for an actual. So maybe some slip-ons. I yeah. can, yeah, I could do that. Probably some slip-ons are at the top of the list. There's so many other random things. What do you have though? Do you have stocks? You have, yeah. You have stock bikes yeah. now? Oh, mm -hmm. ah, you gotta get yep. I know. Everybody's like, your bike is so quiet. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's fine. <laughs> She's okay with me. <laughs> but the Nightster that I test rode for my friend, uh, it had stock pipes, but they had gotten rid of the baffles. And I was like, oh. Oh, I kind of like this. Yeah, you just popped them bad boys <laughs> out. Know. And we asked him how simple it was, and he explained. And I'm like, mm, why is it so easy? I shouldn't do it, though. I'll just yeah. get, I'll buy some nice slip-ons, because that's the best way to go. I mean, like, I kind of don't want to deal with the whole removing the baffles process, but I know it's not too hard. It's very, very quick. It's, it's always like easy, easy on YouTube. You just watch the video yep. and you're like, I can mm -hmm. do this. Yep. That's pretty much anything working on the bike. <laughs> and you do it. And you're right. like, I can't do this. Uh, what have I done? I took apart all of this. I'll finish it tomorrow. And then you don't. Yes. Uh, thank God for manuals, at least. Or my life would be miserable. Yeah. I, I always take off something. I'm like, oh, I need to take that off. Huh? I would have saved an hour. Oh, well. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> So what? A, so you just hit 10k recently. So congratulations, by the way. That's Thank awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that's a, it. That's it a fantastic awesome. goal. So where do you where do you see you taking the channel? I mean, do you do you have a plan? Oh, yeah. Are you winging it? I like wing it through life, but okay. I, I I do have a plan with my YouTube. Okay. Just to keep keep creating content. Sure. Try and keep a steady schedule and. <laughs> do fun interesting things take longer bigger trips um meet more fun friends who also ride um get on more live streams like this one stuff like that just get out in the community more i think that my biggest goal is to you know reach this the point where this is you know my thing this is my job this is my gig but it's very very difficult to make that your full-time dealio I know that there's so many different aspects and at that point you'd have to be like reaching out and having sponsorships and all that jazz. And those are goals for me at some point, but I'm not rushing into anything because I am currently winging it, but yeah. I do have lots of big plans. All of my good friends are like, Oh, you'll be a hundred thousand before you know it talking me up and stuff. And I appreciate them because 
I do want to, you know, try and reach that goal at some point, but baby steps. I'm going to just keep keep on keeping on and hope for the best. I like it. I like yes. it. Yeah. Well, and, and I think like anything too, right? It, it sounds really good until it's a job, right? Every job sounds really good. Doesn't matter what job it is until you get it. Yes. You're like, oh, this wasn't in the brochure. Now this is a job? Shit. This was my hobby. Now I've turned it into a job. Yeah, exactly. So there's there are pros and cons to that concept and idea down the line where it's like, oh, is this fun thing not gotten fun anymore? That's the most important thing, like keeping keeping it fun because your viewers will know if you're not having well fun sure anymore. and you, you yeah. have to keep it balanced now do you yeah. ride do you generally record all your rides or do you no have you found no, no, a division no. for that yes um i try very hard to give myself like hard boundaries sometimes where it's mm -hmm. like well i've recorded a couple bike nights i need a bike night for me not for sure. my, me and my viewers because i think of it as like I'm taking people along with me for, for a ride and a trip and an adventure. And, and when I'm going on it, usually I kind of, it's so, this sounds so crazy, but I feel like I have a presence of people with me and I mm -hmm. think that way. And so as I'm going through the, the ride or whatever, it's different. It's a different experience than if I don't have the GoPro on at all. And I'm by myself, just jamming to some, you know, seventies classic hits. Different. It, oh, spill. You know, so, yeah. what's the seventies classic? What's your go-to? Oh man, Boston, Kansas, Journey, all of those. Typical, oh, so those you're just a my... small town girl living in a lonely yes. world. Oh my goodness, I have such a like a special place in my heart for that type of rock. CCR is really, really high mm -hmm. on my list. Yes, yep. And um, I just got a record player, so I've been starting to get some records going. My very first record was Boston, of course. And um, got a Kansas one, just just got Rage Against the Machine, which was a newer. But, you know, just having okay. some fun with getting some records. But I listen to all styles of music, pretty much. There's nothing that I won't tolerate okay. for too long. <laughs> there's a there's a lot to be said about some good tunes in your head and just getting lost. Puppy. That's my favorite. Yes. This Who's is the Dewey, my old dog. He's I my Dewey. German Shepherd yellow lab mix. He's like. 12 or 13 at this point Aww. oh yeah he's an old boy stinky <laughs> stinky old boy he just looked up when you said that he's, he's like what? he's literally my shadow obsessed with me he's my baby yeah. oh that's funny yes i can't go anywhere without him if he was like locked out of this room he would be right outside the door waiting <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, that's oh. interesting though that you yeah because i think that that's always my worry with YouTube is that it becomes a you don't have your own private experience. Yeah. Everything becomes a, you know, for somebody else. And you're just kind of yes. like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I know that there was like so many times at Babe's Rideout that I was like, oh, shit, I'm not recording. Oh, shit, I'm not paying attention to like thinking of like a storyline. But then again, I was like. I don't care. I'm having fun. Like, forget about that stuff. And later on in the evening, I'd be in a recollect and be like, oh, well, some of this some of this event should just be f for me personally, for mm -hmm. my memories. Like I get, I want to take everybody along for the experience, but you can get enough footage to give people the general idea of what, what's going on and what you're having fun doing. But there's some bits that you, and tidbits that you just have to save for yourself as a YouTuber, especially with like, I don't know, dancing with your girlfriends or whatever, those aspects. It's like, 
I'm not recording. <laughs> well, and it's got to be hard too, right? Because it, it's an event where there's all these people filming, and I, I kind of feel like it's, it, it's, yeah, it's a little too much. It was much entertaining. Sometimes. It was yeah. so entertaining at some gas stops when like all three of us were trying to get like gas stop clips real quick. And I've been around so many like groups of YouTubers at this point, like when I was in Florida, that it's like we kind of just immediately are like, okay, well, you can record your clip first, then you can record your clip, and then I'll record my <laughs> clip. Like we uh-huh. like just, it's like a science, or you'll fight to be the first one to record your clip at the gas station. <laughs> but it's fun being around a group of YouTubers because we'll all start seeing things through like a lens, if that makes sense. So being mm-hmm. like, oh, well, that would be a good spot for you to get a clip over there. Let me take your picture here. And it becomes extra helpful, but also like extra silly because when you get a big group of moto vloggers and YouTubers together, you go like three miles in a day because everybody's too busy filming. So <laughs> funny. We're just like struggling. Like, wait, I need my go. Wait, my, did I plug this thing in? Shit. Well, hold on, guys. Wait. Like, we would struggle sometimes to get moving like back after stops, but no. We we kept our we kept our cool and kept it together for most of babes right out. But And you went to the Forgotten Angels event. That had to be awesome. It was so much fun. I think I need to schedule off and book a ticket for the next one, honestly. I I think I should. I don't know. I don't know. I'll text Josh and Shay and see what they what they think. But <laughs> I had so much fun at the first one and everybody was so inviting that it was like, holy crap, these people are actually normal. But also very, very weird. But my normal is very, very weird. Okay. That's okay. (laughs) Yes. I I was able to fit in, which made obvious sense that they're very weird people. I don't I don't think those two are weird. No, I think you're no, not at all. Completely normal. (laughs) Yes. No. The very first night I just like had so much fun down there. I am trying very hard to convince my fiance to go with me this time. Maybe we can we can both go down and ride some motorcycles together and have a good time because it was just so much fun, such a caring group and the Forgotten Angels compound and what they're doing moved my heart, man. Um I cannot explain how amazing of people they are and what they're doing. And buy tickets for Road King Kong. <laughs> Because that bike is awesome. Jared was one of the first people that came on the podcast. And he's, yeah, I don't even know where to start. He's just a whole kind of different person. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, no, just yeah, in a, like a role model way of mm-hmm. this is what, yeah. this is how the world should be. Oh, my goodness. I, when I met him, I, I, you know, I got the joke that everyone's like, he's a literal angel. He, he really was so, so, so super nice. <laughs> And he was just so fun, so fun to be around. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it's contagious. If if you're not in a good mood and Jared Weems comes around, you're in a good mood now. Honestly, like you cannot be happy around that man. That's awesome. Now, yes. do you guys um do you and your husband have or I'm sorry, your fiance have any rides planned for the end for this year? Or I mean, do you guys well, ride you know, together much? We do ride together. The other day was like the first time in months, though, because all these trips and he's really busy with work. I've been kind of busy with work, too. It was like the first time in a really long time that we got out to ride together. And it was super, super nice. It was on the full moon the other day. And it was just so cool because we did a sunset ride and then rode during the full moon. And it was just it was it was awesome. We ride. We rode together so, 
so 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 much starting out but now that i've started my youtube channel he's like you got this babe you go for it and i ride more than him now and it's very weird it's the opposite of what it used to be and i just i do miss going riding with him so i think we do need to plan we need to plan a riding trip together we don't have anything yet right now yeah. in the in the books i know we have a vacation coming up but i think he wants to wants to travel via airplane somewhere nice and warm. That's no well, warm I know. Good. Yeah, that's I know. I want to I really want to do a motorcycle backpacking trip through some like northwestern national parks, but Do it. That would mm, be that would be incredible. It's on my list. It's on my to-do list. I'll get there. So is that is that the big goal? Like I mean, do you have a ride goal too? Like do you have a so you'd backpack and you'd ride, which that sounds just incredible. But do you have yes. a do you have a goal of like what you what would be the ultimate ride in your eyes? Um, ultimate ride would definitely be like hitting like almost all the national parks on okay. one trip. There's like a there's like a big thirty, I think it's like a thirty day loop or something crazy where you can stay at all the national parks and if only I'll I'll plan yeah. it. Yeah, I really want to get down to the Smoky Mountains. That I, from see, that's what seen, I was thinking about for my next vacation is either doing the Smokies or somewhere close. But you know, my fiance always wants to fly somewhere tropical if possible. Fruity drinks just, in the beach. You could rent a scooter. It's kind of the same. <laughs> I wanted to rent, you know, a nice trailer and go out to uh, go out to Utah or something like that. But that's he. He's like, oh no, let's just go. He was. He's a beach person. He wants to. He wants to be a beach bum every vacation. So yeah, we did a ride vacation last year, and then I was. How was it? I, I was informed that this year. Or well, this year's not gonna happen. But I was informed the next vacation is not mine to plan. I was like, damn it. No, yeah, no motorcycle. <laughs> it riding. We rode thirteen days. Um, okay. We went from we left from central New Jersey. We went to upper upstate New York, um, all through upper state New York. We went through Pennsylvania. We did some really cool stuff. We did some horseback riding, things I've never yes. done. We ended up in Niagara Falls. We missed uh, we missed Shade Tree by literally twenty minutes. Oh, when Cap he was doing <laughs> Captain Granite texted me and oh, he goes, no. you know, shade trees in Niagara Falls. I'm like, I'm standing at Niagara Falls. I'm literally Falls. right here. What? And, and, and we missed him. I thought it was the funniest thing in oh, the world. Oh, my goodness. That's um, wild. But now it was interesting. It was um, it was really interesting to, to spend 13 days on the road. And yeah. Just not really. I mean, we had a general plan, but we didn't have like a hard plan. Like we didn't have yeah. to be certain places. Um, it was really cool. Like it was a, it was a lot of us time and it was a lot yeah. of um, it was kind of I would never hope that this is true, but it was kind of one of those trips that afterwards I'm like, you know, if I sold the bike tomorrow, I I, I got okay. what I needed yeah. out of it. You know, like yeah. it was that kind of adventure. So Good. Those I are highly recommend it. Yes, I know. I'm itching already after those few trips. Yeah, you know, it's one one to New York, and then one to West Virginia. Both blew my socks off, and now I'm like, I I want to go on more trips. On and I'll tell you what: the the more upstate New York you get, the better. Ugh, I bet I believe we went, it. We went through the Catskills, and and I can't. That was probably some of the best riding we've ever done. And my wife's not a speed freak. She doesn't like the bike leaning over. And she's mm -hmm. on the back going, faster, faster, keep going. And I'm like, <laughs> this is fun. 
we're gonna die, but all right, sure. It's like roller coaster rides, man. Yeah. It's awesome. It's so much um, fun. Uh, it's absolutely a blast. It, it's um, I'd highly recommend. It, it was kind of neat just being nomadic for yeah for that kind of time because I never really took a vacation like that before. So it was fun yes. to just you know you just you didn't know where you were going to be tomorrow and you really didn't care. Yeah, you just rode. You know, and rain days were just great days to hang out at the hotel bar and just kind of yeah, regroup. And, relax. Yeah, you know. So much fun. Yes, yeah, so I need to plan a motorcycle trip vacation. It's It's been in my heart and in my head for a while. Hitting up some national parks going out west, northwest specifically. But yeah, we'll see. We'll that would see. be awesome. I'd look forward to yes. seeing that. that would yeah, with no no specific plans, just basically pack up my backpacking bag and then hit the road. I mean, nothing says love like a riding honeymoon. I'm just saying. Oh, um, I know. Honestly, wouldn't you know. that be perfect? <laughs> if I can get him. He's like, we need those bigger bagger bikes before we're doing that stuff. I'm like, okay, find them for us. We'll Nothing you can't fix with credit. <laughs> mm, oh, I know. You're telling me. We've done so well buying private all of our bikes. We've never, never done one of those, you know, I'm, no payments uh, for cars or motorcycles. Right I'm now, on the so cusp I'm... of buying a bike next year. And then <sighs> mentally I want it, but then I'm like, this isn't rational, but mentally I really want it. Right where I am. <laughs> because That's it's right, like a exactly. clean slate. I can start mm, all over again. And it will it's, be different, so it'd be a different model than this, so it'd be a whole new experience. And I'm like, it's also oh. so difficult when you're watching your friends buy nice, new, beautiful bikes, and you're getting serious FOMO, and they're talking about all these great plans, and I'm like, oh, I want a new bike so bad. I told Bodine52 that he personally has ruined me, because so he had the Ultra Limited, I have an Ultra yeah, Limited. Yeah. And then he went and bought the Rogue Glide, and he's like, oh, well, he sent me a picture of it. I'm like, I don't even want to talk to you right now. Yeah, like, we can't even. We're not I'm even like, friends right now. You have emotionally broken me. I'm like, you just, I don't know what to do with my yeah. life anymore. I'm a failure. <laughs> you went from a geezer glide to like a cool glide. I know. Damn it. Damn you. And if you have you seen um, the recent Moto, Vla uh, Moto Blonde video where she rides Anthony's uh, Rogue Glide and she's going yes. on how she wants one? I'm like, you don't ever get on one of them. It oh, never ends God. well. <clears throat> we literally walked into the dealership when we bought mine. We bought ours used. It's a 14. Bought it two yeah. years ago. And my wife's like, well, my back's really bothering me today because my Suzuki used to bother her back. She's like, so I want to, we should test ride one and see how it ends. Yeah. Yeah, it ended, it ended with us with leaving with it. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I knew She's in the it. dealership looking at me. She's like, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Just buy it. And I'm like, what? I'm like, uh, I just came here for a test drive. You don't have to tell me twice. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, let's go. Okay, you got it. That's me. awesome. Oh, wow. There, yes, there are so many nice bikes that like at the demo day, I was like, I wish this wasn't on my mother's day to visit my mom because i'm literally wanting to test ride these big big bikes what the hell is wrong with me somebody stop me that's so a good what, thing that where would you I go if you went myself. big bike like, what, what um, are you thinking so i i sat on a road king and it was really comfortable they are very nice bikes i was surprised it was one without a fairing Mm -hmm. or anything on the front which was super comfortable i think it was like that chameleon weird paint job that oh i love that paint yeah. yes yes um didn't get to test ride it though but when i sat on it and stuff i was like i think i could handle this but being so tiny it's always so stressful 
the siding, sure. even with like big old floorboards and stuff. But I really like the Heritage. When I test rode that, it was super, super comfortable and um, could see myself going far on one there of those you go. puppies. Mm-hmm. Nice part, too, is once you get to that touring platform, you can put a top box on it or a bag or whatever you want. There's just nothing you can't do. I know. The, the, the ideas that I would have are unlimited, and that's the problem. It's similar to my sports stir, but, you know, executing those ideas is the difficult part. <laughs> yeah, and you get those big bags, and you're like, look, I can fit everything in here. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And then you take everything with you everywhere. Oh, yeah. I would be I traveling in is, style. Yeah. It, uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's a rabbit hole. Yes, you just start going further and further with all the nice extras and adding fancy things. Sure. So as we wrap this up, just a reminder of where folks can find you. You're most active on YouTube and Instagram, I assume. Oh, yes. Super active on Instagram and um, YouTube. I post every Sunday. It's Biker Bay Beth for both. I'm also on Facebook, not as, you know, super active there, but the biggest thing that i interact with people the most with honestly is my patreon platform which okay is, yeah just patreon.com biker bay beth and i think there's two tiers with like a two dollar one and then a six dollar one but nice you haven't gone I, for like 500 hour tier yet no 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 um <laughs> i've i've had some people joke with me that i just need like a 100 dollar one make it like extra weird and do like stupid stuff for people and i'm like mm, no mm-mm, not, yeah, not going that far no. It just cracks me up because people will always message me on Patreon and be super shocked that I actually respond. And I'm like, you're paying to hang out with me. Of course I would respond on that's, here, y'all. That's like, awesome. Yes. So that's definitely if I can't get to you back on Instagram, if it, people have a question, Patreon, I definitely answer immediately. So Okay, cool. Well, I'll put a link for all that or my myself awesome. to uh, put all cool. the links there. I Thank really appreciate so your time. Thank me. you yeah. so much. And good fun. luck with your channel. I guess we don't need to wish you luck at 10K, but we'll still wish you luck. Here's to the I know, next I need 80K. all the luck I can get. Yes. It, it's, you got, it's, yeah, you got to quit your job soon. So an uphill battle. Yes. <laughs> I even had one of my bosses joke. I hope you can quit this job at some point, Beth. Like, okay, sure. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> Well, in that case, I'm getting nothing done. I'm going to use your internet all day. They they know I'm a good hard worker. And she is just like, I hope your YouTube does well because you deserve it. So that's the kind of boss that you want that are supporters. Yeah. So. Well, great. So everyone, please make sure you check out Biker Bay Best channel. And I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond the Rider. I hope you'll consider subscribing to this series and following along with the podcast, as well as following along with my YouTube channel, Bri the Biker. If you'd like to be considered as a guest for the program, please send me a message at Bri the Biker on Instagram. As always, please stay safe and remember you are not alone.